0: The NASCAR Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit winnbet.com and start winning today. And make sure to download the SGPN app. It is your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. Driver, start your... it refrains me from not beating the out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions but since i'm on probation i suppose that that's uh in- improper to say as well if you could talk about racing things we could talk about racing things.
1: now here are your hosts rod Villa gomez and cody zeeb
0: fantastical day is upon us because it is Wednesday and it is time once again for the NASCAR Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. He, of course, is Cody Zeeb, the more attractive, the more wise, the more winningest member of this podcast group. And of course, I, as always. M. Rod via Gomez, but before we kick it off, Cody, I want to I want to give a huge shout out to Iconoclast who does our theme music. Find their music on Spotify. It's Iconoclast. Uh, so much good stuff from them. It, it's just I every time I hear that music on a Wednesday, it gets me pumped up and ready to go. So hats off to you, Mark, and your entire band, uh, for providing the theme music for us week in and week out. And just go listen to more of their music. But back to the matter at hand, Cody. Again, you're more handsome, you're more winning, and and you're just a downright better person. So, thanks for sticking on with me, even though you're rich.
1: Oh well, I don't know about all that, but uh, <laughs> I'll take it anyways.
0: <laughs> uh, so nice, how you been? nice
1: nine to one winner this week. So, uh, feels good. It's not, it's not quite the forty to one that we had earlier in the year, but uh, I'll take a winner anytime we can get one.
0: And I'm telling you right now, that was a, a hell of a call in a race that just. It, it. I mean, at, at parts it was like, okay, this is going to be a weird race. But first of all, let's let's not bury the lead. There was Monday night racing, or Monday day racing, I suppose. If it depends on where time zone you're in, but it was racing on a Monday.
1: Yes, I. Uh, I'm torn on that because I. <laughs> I have a regular job I have to work at, and it <laughs> makes it harder to sit down and view the the race. But uh, I don't know. I. I understand why they do what they do but I don't understand at the same time like I get you want it to be it's, it's up to the TV networks advertisers come first you sell the later slots but for the people there especially more than anything and even the people on TV if you know it's going to rain and there's not lights why don't we move it up a couple hours yes that's not the ideal time slot but wouldn't that be better than being on a Monday morning when people are working and I don't know
0: well, could they have made the call earlier? That That's the question. Well, I
1: think so because, I mean, it's always
0: tough because you, you
1: never know what to really expect from the weather. But we know it's a track with no lights, so we've got to get so much in by a certain time. You could start to see it creeping up a little. Why not push it an hour or two earlier? I mean, we got, what, 70 laps in. If we'd have pushed it up an hour and a half, could we have at least gotten more than half the race in? Yeah, you probably don't you, you don't necessarily want to get a shortened race, but maybe the rain holds off. And you get it all in. But, I mean, if you saw the place Sunday, it was packed. I mean, everybody came out. And you know not everyone was able to stay and watch it. Now, the crowd, from what I saw, looked pretty good on Monday as well. I'm glad a lot of people were able to stay and see it. But I think I just don't understand. I get the TV thing. I get the advertising thing. I mean, it makes sense. But when you're going to come up into a situation where it's pretty obvious that it's going to be very tough for you to get
0: it in on Sunday,
1: why not move it up? I don't know, but uh, it is I, what it is. I, I was going to say,
0: we're not the officials. I, I just, yep. <laughs> yeah, I, I probably would we'll watch it whenever it's on. It <laughs> I know I will. Look, cause I Chase don't Elliott
1: have one nine to one winner. I'm happy.
0: It's all good. Yeah. Right? I was gonna say, I don't have the regular job, so I'm, I'm all good. This right. is my life. Uh, all right. So listen, we listen to you. We are going to do less of the recap of the race and more of the looking forward. So let's just hit on a couple of things. To take away from this race as we move on, uh, obviously we're not going back here again. Uh, but you know, stuff to take away from as a race car fan, as a watcher of this, and as a better of this. Uh, on days where there are situations like this, rain situations, and 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 you know, structuring bets, Cody, you threw out a gem uh, earlier in the day on Monday. Watch out for Kyle Busch. It is it is his birthday uh you know and he wins on his birthday now granted he didn't win on his birthday this time but he damn sure looked like he cool. was about to I, for a while
1: i was thinking that was going to be the the case yeah i saw a monday morning someone had tweeted out uh Kyle Bush 2 and 0 on his birthday and i'm pretty sure one of the races was last year so i re- i remember that recently where it was a a big thing he'd never lost on his birthday so i dropped that in the slack channel and i was like if you got a line to get him you might want to put a little on him because you know stuff like that it's so weird because it's i mean really it's, it's just another day it's his birthday it's special to him but it's not like he gets some superpower for it but for some reason there's certain just certain trends like that that are crazy but sometimes you follow them and they pay off and for a while there it was looking like that was going to be the case i mean the the tire from almond kind of shuffled things up chase Elliott won just like i predicted all along so it's all good but uh yeah it, that's why you join the Slack channel. You get little nuggets like that. I mean, they were talking about it later on in the broadcast, but at that point.
0: Well, you but you had already yeah, you that, had that already point, put yeah. that out already. So uh can't yeah, you, you, this is the type of stuff that you just gotta we'll stay on top of it for you. I mean, obviously, like I said, Cody dropped that in there. That was that was just a gold, gold gem. Um, <clears throat> love to see Danny Hamlin's tire beat him out of the pits. Uh, not no kidding okay, didn't beat him out of the pits, but very close. It
1: was racing him though. A, <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: And then Cody Ware just saves the day. I mean, goodness gracious. Yeah. I never really liked that guy, but I might be his biggest fan now.
0: <laughs> uh, all right, well, let's go ahead and go over our bets from, uh, from this last one so that we can, uh, just talk it through and, and, and make sure everybody understands because we're full of transparency here, uh, on this show. We're not here trying to tell you that we're the best all the time. We obviously don't make bets uh, that win all the time, but we will always hold ourselves accountable for it, right? <clears throat> Absolutely. Uh, all right, so you started with one that actually did cash, um, and that was Justin uh, Algear over Gregson. I always say his name wrong. Algear. Algear. Come on, man. <laughs> I hear, I hear it.
1: Algier, all guy. Whatever. I hear it fifty Allgaier. million
0: times a day. Look, people can't pronounce my last name, so I, I get yeah, that. Yeah. So uh,
1: hey, I get it too. It's
0: fine. Yeah, Justin Algier <laughs> over Noah Gregson. Uh, that was your one. Good, good call on that one too. By the way, in yeah, the Xfinity, I mean, race. it
1: was finished second and fourth, so it's not like it was a big win. But <laughs> Almondinger was the or uh, now I can't even say his last name. Uh, Algier was the guy to beat all day. Which jumping into your first bet or. You know, uh, you were right on track picking him to win. You've been on it on the Xfinity guys this year. You were so close to getting another one. That seemed like it was his race, and he he just kind of lost it there at the end. His pit crew, a couple of different times, cost him, and that that was really the difference, I think. But uh, I, I think we were definitely on track with the way he's owned that and uh, the storyline with all his sponsorship and all that. So
0: betters betters are are just hard hardened people. We we watch we watch every week as like we do the research and and things start to pan out and then one thing or another takes it right out from underneath you so yeah I felt that pain.
1: Yep, then it goes. I mean, everything we said was spot on, and obviously he proved that. And it didn't fall his way at the end. It happens, but it's it's always good to know that you were on track too with with a take like that, even if you didn't cash. You were still you were going down the right alley, so that's
0: that's what matters. I will sleep better at night knowing that. Uh all right, so then you had one Joey Logano over Denny Hamlin. And, you know, again, <laughs> for a while, Hamlin looked sneaky. Hamlin looked like he might be doing something, but uh he just got caught up in some very, very bad luck.
1: It's always a bad day for me when Denny Hamlin's looking good. And I was <laughs> I was pretty nervous for a while because Man, he looked really good for a while, pretty much until that pit stop, and then and then he was even after that. He was back up to fourth when Cody Ware took him out. So we kind of got lucky, but again, the fade Hamlin train now it didn't work on this bet. But I always bet multiple people against him, <laughs> so it, it worked out overall. But Joey Logano, and that something to comment on too is Ford. Man, uh, for a while we were saying it was Toyota that wasn't keeping up, or you know, now I'm starting to think it's Ford. It's these last few races. You can't really take the super speedway into account. But other than that, I mean, Ford's performance has really, really dropped off. Joey Logano did not look good. Ryan Blaney did not look good. Cinder got caught up in something early. Um, I mean, Harvick did okay for for Harvick these days. Uh, Keselowski, he was looking all right. And Busher got a top 10 after getting the pole, which was pretty surprising. But o- overall, Ford, I think, is definitely uh, put them in third. Toyotas seem to rebound it. They got a lot of bad luck coming their way. And you got to think they're going to bust through that eventually. But uh, yeah, I think Ford is going to be the ones that maybe s- kind of start watching and fading a little more because their performance seems to be down. But yeah, this one didn't cash. But in general, had you bet any pretty much anybody else, you could have got him head to head later in the week on, you probably would have cashed on the Fade Hamlin strategy. So. Don't worry, we'll keep it going strong this week.
0: I don't know about that. Well, spoiler alert, maybe not.
1: Rod's, Rod's performing a cardinal sin. Dun,
0: dun, dun. <laughs> yeah, I'm kicked off the podcast. That's okay. <laughs> I'm fine with that. Uh, all right, so look, but here's the thing. Uh, you talk about Ford. I, I had called Harvick to be the top Ford, and Chris Buescher, you ruined the whole damn thing man had it yeah, i wonder what his run. odds
1: to be the top forward were before
0: probably uh, not that good but i know th- i mean probably really good as well uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah before
1: he qualified on the pole at least yeah
0: um i was shot.
1: did you know that's his first poll ever award on any of the top three series which i thought was pretty crazy i mean he, he wasn't like a a big time guy in the lower series but still to be a he's been a cup regular for quite a few years now and to, for him to never have had a poll in any of the three series i thought that was kind of crazy that
0: is wild um all right i had one that cashed yay car number of the race winner under 12 and a half it was nine that is under 12 and a half that did cash for you if you bet it hopefully you did the math checks out on that you are correct i am nothing if not a swiz at math uh all right ross chastain over tyler reddick minus 105 chastain man this guy just I mean, I don't know if it's watermelon power or what, but he's got some
1: juice. And they're his still hood. not giving him the love. Have you seen his odds this week? What is going on? I don't know. The do guy it. is good. He's good everywhere. He's good places. He hasn't been good before. What are you doing? But anyways, anyways. <laughs> Yeah, this one was much more of an easy uh, head-to-head. Ross Chassain finished third. Probably could have won that race. I mean, Chase Elliott seems to be really bad at restarts the majority of the time, and he actually hit a couple good restarts at the end of this one, and Was able to hold on to it but chastain finished third reddick again like we talked about last week he's just he's either very very up or he's very very down he finished 30th in this race he just really wasn't in it and you're getting good races from him but when it's not a good one it's going to be a bad one it's not it's not going to be middle of the road or decent it's either very good or very bad it seems like with him and that was that was a thought on taking that bet and easily cash that one easily
0: uh not so easily on this one i was very high on austin sindrick coming in because of his xfinity series uh success (laughs) at this track and yeah he just he did not have a good day got taken out and that was it like that was the end of his day so obviously he did not finish top five
1: yeah no he uh yeah yeah you had to wait around all day sunday wait for that monday race and he was like out within 10 minutes and
0: That was a tough one though, because I really thought, I mean, and he didn't look all that great Sunday anyways, either. It wasn't like his car was the best. There wasn't really
1: enough of a sample to really know what you could have gotten from him. So it's hard to measure that one as far as how he maybe could have done had he not gotten taken out so early, but you know, that's one of them where shit happens and you move on basically.
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You move on to chase Elliott winning, which is what you ended up doing. The nine car was plus 900 it was fate. It was luck. oh, it was luck. But it was everything else. Chase Elliott won, of course. My guy Harvick, he he had an okay car. It just was not the kind of it was car. An okay,
1: car every week Ron. that was gonna.
0: I know, <laughs> I know. I've been trying
1: to tell you that for a while now. No,
0: my heart, my heart. And then my brother busts me out. He goes, "You did not just lean on me about the." I said. How did that
1: defend your pick? Oh, yeah.
0: He was like, you did not just break. I was like, how do you like that bus, buddy?
1: I will say, I don't. Let's see. Do either of us have any Harvick bets this week? No. No. Okay. I will (laughs) say that if I had to pick Harvick at any track to do decent, it's going to be this track. I'm not going to pick him to win. Maybe he'll surprise. I don't. I think his days of winning are done. I I don't think we see him in victory lane again. I could be wrong. He's still a great driver. I just think he's, he's that hill, but I think we're going to see a top 10 from him. I I, I haven't looked at head to heads on him specifically, but he's not a bad guy to take this week for your fantasy teams or whatever. I, I like him a lot this week. He does really well here. They raced here three times in 2020 after, after the COVID restart when they were trying to stay closer to North Carolina and that I think he won two of those three races. So um, he's, he's been very good at this track always. So this would be the one week I wouldn't have laughed at you had
0: you picked him to win. Well, but uh, I'll mean, laugh at your winner this week anyway. <laughs> I will. Yeah, you will. I uh, I will say I will go ahead and say that he will be a prop bet of mine in one of my forthcoming articles. So just there keep an go. eye yeah. out for that because I, I yeah. can probably already say I would back that one. So Well, good. Uh, yay! I and I don't you. even know what it is. Uh, it'll just probably be a top 10. I, I'm You'll not going to get too adventurous. I have, to see, <laughs> I have to see what the odds are for it, but we'll
1: see. Yeah, maybe I'll work him into my betting article too. What so good reason to follow us and read our betting articles
0: later yeah. on in the week. <laughs> We're not one-trick ponies, kids. We don't just do this show and disappear. <laughs> we have more to go. Uh, speaking of more to go, Stage 2 coming up. A new and improved Stage 2 after the break. And after we talk about WinBet, make sure to get down on the WinBets. Bet $50 to win $200 promotion where a $50 bet qualifies you for up to $200 in free bets. Plus, the WinBet Casino is offering 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. And of course... Don't forget to get involved in their same-game parlays with the wins own. Build your own bet futures. All of you out there can receive a twenty dollars free bet when you win, lose, or push a three-plus leg. Build your own bet parlay between Thursday and Saturday. You can take advantage of the offer on these upcoming NBA playoffs. There's so much to choose from, and all you gotta do is download the WinBet app now or visit Bet.com to get started. Offer subject to change terms and conditions at WinBet.com must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough WinBet is available. If you or somebody you know has a gambling problem, call 1 800 522 4700. I love coffee. Literally cannot get through the day without coffee. And in fact, My last cup of Trade Coffee just happened to be today, so I'm about to get on after this show and get myself some more. Why? Because Trade Coffee is not just any old coffee. It is tailored to me so that I can continue to be as obnoxiously loud and all high-strung as you have come to uh, get accustomed to for me on this show. It connects you. To the freshest and best tasting coffee that you ever made at home by partnering with the country's best craft roasters they're independent businesses from big cities and small towns and trade customers are truly impactful for these independent roasters so you're not only just doing good for yourself but you're doing good For the little guy. They got experienced tasted, expert tasted coffees. Not just your own taste buds, but folks that know more about it than you do. Uh, They actually taste test thousands of coffees and keeping 450 kinds live and ready to ship every single day. And they guarantee it. First match. Love at first match. If you don't like your coffee, if you don't think it's exactly for you, trade so confident that they're going to match you right the first time if they don't. They're going to take your feedback, and an actual coffee expert's going to work with you to send you a new bag for free. So whether your friends call you a coffee snob or you just know when coffee tastes really perfect, there's real coffee experts personally taste testing over 450 roasts, like we said, exactly for you. So right now, Trade is offering new subscribers a total of $30 off your first order plus Free shipping when you go to drinktrade.com slash SGP. That's more than 40 cups of coffee for free. Get started by taking their quiz at drinktrade.com slash SGP and let trade find you a coffee you are going to love. That's drinktrade.com slash SGP for 30% or $30 off. And don't forget, Mother's Day's coming up. You want to be the popular person at home? Make sure you get that mom in your life a subscription to trade coffee it is the perfect gift for the coffee lovers in your life and for the race lovers in our lives we bring you stage two you asked for it we're giving it to you again less looking back more looking ahead cody we don't necessarily ignore the trucks in the xfinity series but we do sort of not give them a whole lot more time uh, than they maybe deserve because these guys we talked about it in the first few of shows that we talked about, the fact that these are the future uh, cup drivers. And so paying attention to them now kind of gives you that opportunity to say, oh, yeah, I remember when they were racing in the truck series, the Xfinity series. These guys are really good. I know, Cody, you've, you've followed these guys a lot deeper than I have. So I'm glad to have your expertise in those series to bring to this. Um, but here we are. And, and now we have both the trucks and Xfinity series racing in Darlington lady in black uh and and yeah we're gonna have some exciting racing action going on
1: yeah it's always fun when you got all three series going for the weekend it it makes it so much better in my opinion and yeah i mean we, we got some feedback from from quite a few different people they wanted more bets you want me to find more bets i have no problem with that i usually find too many will only let me put so many on the sheet and i usually <laughs> still sneak in a few extras which i did this week as well but uh <laughs> See? yeah and, and i mean like our friend go bearcats pointed out in, in our slack channel too there's a lot of value you can find in these lower series especially if you pay attention i think a lot of people don't pay too close of attention and they'll just recognize a name and maybe kind of take that name and, and then it kind of loses them but you, you can build a nice bankroll between the trucks and xfinity before the, even the cup series race starts and then use that as a cushion to to hopefully build on an even bigger Sunday, or if you miss on Sunday, to, to save you a little bit. So yeah, I think we can find definitely some great stuff. And uh yeah, I found a bunch I love this week in both Trucks and Xfinity. So heck I'm excited.
0: Heck yeah. All right, let's uh let's first take a look at Darlington and just that unique shape, right? It is it is the track too tough to tame. It is the lady in black. It is what is he calling the 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 uh coke tab
1: or something like that yeah the, the, yeah yeah something like that yeah, the pop, this, can, the tab pop, pop can tab or something can
0: tab yeah that's a new but one. yeah
1: so there's a there's a minnow lake inside the track that uh for whatever reason they couldn't take out when they built the track so they built around it so it gives it that uh, egg shape to it where you got one corner's a different shape than the other and it's made for some pretty exciting racing over the years this is a great track a lot of good racing it chews up tires, which is something we saw last week, which is something that makes the racing so much more exciting, in my opinion. It Pl- brings strategy into it. It shows these drivers' discipline, who can take care of their equipment, who can save their stuff. And, yeah, like you said, the Lady in Black, the track Too Tough to Tame. It's got all the nicknames because it's not an easy place to go. And uh, when these guys win here, they're pretty happy about it because they, they tamed it.
0: And the badge of honor, of course, is the – Darlington stripe, right? You got to walk away with a Darlington stripe on your car when you, when you leave the place.
1: Exactly. Yeah. There's not going to be very many clean cars. And speaking of the cars too, it's throwback weekend, which is always a super fun time. Uh, if you haven't seen the paint schemes, go look them up. Uh, there are some incredible paint schemes, throwback schemes. Sometimes they'll do like decades where they want specific, like '70s schemes or whatever, no specific theme this year. So it's from all over the place. Uh, some really, really great looking cars, too many to pick a favorite. I love so many of them. It's going to be great to see them all out there. Then they're going to have Richard Petty wave the green flag. And then instead of having one regular or one person in the booth for the whole race, it's going to be Richard Petty. After he waves the green flag, he's going to come up and do stage one. Bobby Labonte is going to do stage two. Bill Elliott will be up in there for stage three. So it's going to be exciting. couple legends, all three hall of famers. Uh, for throwback weekend so it's gonna be it's an exciting race and it's throwback weekend for all the series too so throwbacks to old jimmy johnson cars and jeff gordon cars and dale earnhardt cars and mark martin and going back to marty robbins and some of the really old days guys so a lot, lot of cool stuff I, this is always one of the most fun weekends not only is the racing always good but all the different stories and schemes and stuff makes it all a great time
0: we know that you're betting fans, but if you listen to this, you're NASCAR fans. And if you can't get down with a little bit of throwback, then, uh, then what are you even doing with your life? I can't exactly. wait to see the yeah. the throwback Jimmy Johnson car. It'll be nice to see come those that old paint scheme rolling out uh, the Lowe's cars back in the day.
1: Yep, yeah, there, yeah, there's so many good ones. There's Kurt Busch is driving an old Bill Elliott one that I really love. Trackhouse is doing the two two car thing where they got. Uh, they're throwing back their one car to the Dale Earnhardt Incorporated, one car that Dale Jr. drove, and then the, the 99 car to the three car that Dale Earnhardt drove. So matching those guys up from a race in, I think, 98 or 99. So, yeah, it's pretty, pretty awesome, all, all
0: the different stuff. So I'm super pumped about that. Well, they are going to be taking to an asphalt surface that is 1.366 miles around. Uh, the turns, man, they're banked. 25 degrees in turns one and two, 23 in three and four on the back there. Uh, no real banking like we saw last week in in on the straightaways. Uh, they got a, a flat three degree and uh, front stretch and a back straightaway that's two degrees. So again, this is a lot of uh, a lot of room for passing, but not at the same time to be honest with you, because it's not very it's not a very wide track. So uh, it feels like a lot of room, but it closes up on you real fast.
1: Yeah, exactly, and you're going to see plenty of that where somebody runs out of room fast and gets that
0: Darlington stripe by tagging the wall. Indeed. Uh, all right. Well, let's set up our bets for the truck race and the uh, and the Xfinity race on the weekend. For the trucks, they are going to be the Dead on Tools 200, uh, so they'll run around this 200 times. Uh, Cody, what is your first bet? Did you did you go trucks? You did go trucks? Trucks,
1: right? yep, I got two two on here for Perfect. the trucks. Uh so first one is Carson Hosevar over Matty D, uh, which is Matt De Benedetto. Uh that's minus 130. I I think this is a classic case of they just took the name and put Matty D on there because he was in cup last year and people seem to know his name, but he's not impressed anyone in the truck series this year. He's been flat out horrible. Uh Hosovar's been running pretty good. He just finished second in the last race at Bristol Dirt that they ran. Uh in four of the six races this season, Hosovar's beat him. So I've been I've faded Matty D a lot this year in head to heads wherever I can find him because I think because of name value, he's just over overvalued. And that's somewhere where I mean <laughs> we talk about how the books maybe don't even dig that much into these cup series lines. You want him to go down to the truck series and really dig into those. I don't think they do as much. So, again, somewhere where you can kind of get get a little bit of a, an edge on the books because they're just throwing him in there because of his name, and I don't think he stacks up anywhere close to Hors- Hostovar. Hostovar is a very good young talent. We've seen him in the trail. I think this is his second season full-time, but uh, he performed really well last year. He's been running really well this year. Uh, so, yeah, I love that one, uh, Carson Hostovar over
0: Matt Benedetto. <sighs> Poor Matty D. How the mighty have fallen. He was – I mean – Look, I remember cheering him on, right, in the Cup Series. And and you're right. I, I wonder if some of these, uh, like, handicappers for these sites look at it and say, well, Matt DeBanodetto was a uh, Cup car driver. Of course he's going to uh, be good. He, he was a Cup regular for,
1: what, five, six years? A the while. Last two years. Yeah. And now he's
0: all the way down in the Truck Series. So
1: you look at it and you think, oh, okay, well, you know, he must be. Like, we see somebody like John Hunter Nemechek, who was in the Cup Series, even though it was only for a year. He went back down to the trucks, and he was, like, dominating down there. So you maybe kind of expected that from Matty D, but we've definitely not seen it.
0: And, uh,
1: yeah, so I'm going to be all aboard the Fade
0: fade Matty D train. Fade Matty D train. Woo-woo! Uh, all right, take it all the way to the bank on that one. All right, well, my first bet for the trucks, I am going a different direction. I am going to go Stuart Friesen over Matt Crafton. You're getting 120, negative 120 on this one. And look, the last time they drove the trucks out here, Friesen came in second. I mean, the, the, the extensive history of this is not like a deep history, but Friesen's good, and, and Friesen has done very well for himself in the truck series, and especially on uh, at Darlington, where in his three races that he's raced on this track in the trucks, he's got two top tens. Last year was a third-place finish. Uh, he did finish ahead of Crafton in that race, and so you know, for me, he, he's been running well so far this season. He's got three top tens, a top three, the one that he did in Las Vegas last week or last race that they raced was an eleventh place and a thirteenth place. So he hasn't finished worse than sixteenth all season long. He's not running completely around the front all the time, but he also has beaten Freeze or Crafton uh, rather in, in a better part of the race. Daytona Crafton uh, finished twenty seventh, Atlanta twenty fifth, uh, Austin thirteenth. He's come back with a couple of top tens in a row, uh, seventh in Martinsville, ninth at the Bristol Dirt. But uh, we all know Friesen, the Canadian, is a – a, I think he's a far superior driver to Crafton, and I think uh, this is going to be a race where he'll, he'll get to the front and, at the very least, uh, beat Crafton in this. And that's all we're asking for.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And Friesen's just a racer. I mean, he, he races, similar to Kyle Larson, multiple nights a week. In his dirt cars all over the all over the country, and then he jumps in the trucks. And yeah, I I like this one. I mean, he's he's a racer through and through, and this track is a tough one. We've started to see Crafton. Crafton's a three-time Truck Series champion, a veteran. He's been in the series a long, long time, uh, but he's he's maybe taking that that uh, Kevin Harvick angle and uh, headed towards over the hill. So uh, yeah, I, I like this one. I I back you on this one. Sweet.
0: That means it's going to win because it's got the Cody Zeeb seal of approval. Uh, all right. The next one that's got your uh, seal of approval is.
1: Okay. I got Ryan Priest to win the truck series race at plus 1000. So Ross Chastain is racing down in this race uh, in nice equipment. He'll probably be pretty good. He's plus 450 to win. I would not be surprised to see him win and be the best guy out there obviously we've seen his success this year. I think that's going to translate down there, but Ryan Priest, um, not really a guy who's run a lot of truck series races. In fact, he started his first truck series race last year and he actually won it, (laughs) but he's a Stuart Haas driver, a Ford guy. And in this DGR Dale and racing truck, which we've seen them have success, uh, namely with Gilliland who's in the cup series now, but, uh, They've done really well, and I think Stuart Haas has probably got a part in preparing this truck, Uh, so I think it's going to be pretty solid. He's always got solid uh, sponsorship because he's Kevin Harvick Incorporated is actually his agent, so they do a good job. There's going to be plenty of money in this truck. I think there's super good value at at 10-1 to for him to be able to pull off a victory. I would expect Chastain to be up there, but again, with such short odds, I I don't know that he's really worth the play, And, and I think that Priest... Could easily be in position to win this, and a 10-to-1, super good value. So I like that, Ryan Priest to win the truck race at plus 1,000.
0: Yeah, you took you pretty much took the words out of my mouth as far as a 10-to-1. That's that's good. That's a very good investment, especially if he hits, uh, to to win. So
1: Yeah, I mean, I would say, other than Ben Rhodes, who's been looking really well, the defending truck series champion, Priest is probably the second-best driver in this to Ross Chastain. So, and he's, he's a veteran. He's been around a long time. He's got experience of this track. Um, and we've, we've seen him perform very quickly with limited experience in the trucks already. So I just think you're getting massive value at, at 10 to one. So
0: I was, I, I was hard pressed to find an actual winner for this. I, 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 wanted to go Ben Rhodes. My heart said Ben Rhodes, but you know, just like you said, Chastain was in there through there too.
1: And I think he's, I think he's actually was more favored than I don't have the odds right in front of me but I think it was uh Chastain and then Rhodes yeah. or maybe it was no, no. let's see here okay it's John Hunter Nemechek is actually the favorite which I don't real I really don't understand that he's not performed this year up to the level we saw last year so whatever I mean yeah but I'm he's at plus 350
0: yeah and then
1: it's Chastain at 450 then Rhodes at 800 And then Andler Smith actually is 10 to one as well as Ryan priest. So for whatever reason, they have him listed as the the fifth driver odds wise. And I think that he's at at least the third best driver, probably second. So I, again, great value pick there. I mean, Chastain obviously going to be the guy to watch, but uh, I think great value in priest. So I like him. I
0: concur. Uh, All right. You said that that was, you had two in the trucks, right? Or three. Yep,
1: that's that's all I got for trucks. Okay, good.
0: Because now we're gonna move on to the Xfinity race, where we will watch the. uh man, I it's in the show notes, and I'm looking right at it. I'm clicking around like uh, you know. Yeah. Listen, I, guys, I I'm so glad you guys love this show because you put up with all this nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> the the what is it? Marinda Roxor 200 for the Xfinity series, uh, where these guys will be zooming around. The Darlington Raceway. Uh, And one notable name will be joining them, which is why I chose not to pick an actual winner for this race because none other than Chase Elliott is going to be zooming around this track in Xfinity in the number 88 uh, for, uh, what is it, uh, um... It's, it's DEI,
1: right? Yeah. Oh, uh, don't say oh, that. my bad. Earnhardt will have your <laughs> ass <now. laughs> No, uh, the junior motorsports. Junior motorsports. Dale, Dale juniors junior motorsports. But I yeah, that. I mean, yeah, he's a, he's a plus three fifty to win. Uh, you'd be hard pressed for me not to think he's going to win this race. Yeah. Not a ton of value there, but it's three and a half to one. So, you know, maybe throw a unit on it. I probably will. Yeah. But I did, I did actually pick a winner and it's somebody different just, Again, trying to go down the value train, but, uh, Elliot's going to be good. I think here we've seen a few times in the past where he's jumped. I mean, we saw last year where he jumped into a Michael Annette car, didn't perform that well, but the car wasn't really set up specifically for him. I I think that it's going to be set up pretty well. We've seen how well junior motorsports cars have run other than Ty Gibbs. They were first, second, fourth, and fifth with Gibbs finishing third last week. So he he broke up the, the clean sweep of the top four, but, uh, Junior Motorsports cars have been good. Chase Elliott, obviously good. He's coming off a win this past weekend. So I would expect to see him probably win, but uh, yeah, it's no fun to pick that. So I got a different one. That's what
0: on. I'm saying. Like, I was like, well, I'm not going to pick a winner for it. So yeah. I'm just going to go. Prize. Okay, let's get into your match. All right. So I've got Noah Gragson over Ty Gibbs. And this, my friend, is where we box. And I love it because we, again, don't pick these bets uh, uh, with each other in mind. We just pick them because we like the what we're seeing uh and I and I flip-flopped on this one Cody so it very easily could have been the other way and we could have agreed on on at least who's going to finish first because for me I I I thought initially I go I'm going to take Ty right but Noah's been doing better as of late for me and I and I watched Noah and he's been jockeying in position up front the whole time He's actually done well at this track in his past as well. Uh, and he won the last Xfinity race out here in, in, uh, in the fall of 2021. So he's coming hot off of a win on this track. Got all the confidence of a season that he's had so far uh, with a win. And, and, you know, it's just, you, you got you to gotta think. You know, he's got a couple of wins already this season. You got to think that he's confident enough to take to this track. A fourth place at Dover last week. Again, a really tough race. But Gregson hung tough. So I feel like he, at the very least, can finish above uh, Ty Gibbs. I Again, I know that you're going to disagree with me in just a second. But uh, at, at minus 125, it, it's juiced that way because the odds makers see it that way. I tend to agree with them in this in this instance. Don't normally do that. We always try to look for some plus money for, or better value. But uh, if you just want to bet that is going to cash, I think, this is the bet that's going to cash. Now, Cody, tell me why I'm wrong.
1: Okay. So this is where (laughs) I cheated and put two bets in one column. So I have two bets here. So I'm going to skip over my head to head and go to my winner, which I have as Ty Gibbs. Now, even though he is my winner, I don't necessarily hate your head to head because I think that Gregson has obviously proved he's one of the best drivers this year. I think he's vying very hard to be in a cup series ride, possibly as early as next year. And Dale Jr. even commented on that this week, that he thinks it's time for him to get a ride. He's proving that he's one of the best in this series and he's ready to step up. So really, I don't hate it. The only the only real reason I picked Gibbs is he's at plus 700 to win, which you're not going to see very often. Now, the reason being, Chase Elliott is in the race. Um, and, and then you got Gregson at plus 500, and then it's Gibbs at plus 700. So this was another value play i just feel like you can't not take gibbs at plus 700. i don't necessarily know that he's going to have a better race than like gregson who's more experienced has has more time on the track he's done well here so i so i still don't hate your bet but i can't pass him up at seven to one to win because he has proven he can be so good he can beat anyone and, I mean, what better stage to come out and whip Chase Elliott's ass and be like, hey, I'm ready to race on Sundays too. So I'm not going to put it past the kid. There's great value there. Again, with with both my winners here, because it seems like there's such obvious favorites that are probably going to win, I'm trying to search for some value. And at 7-1, to one, I don't think I can pass up that on Gibbs. So I still do like your bet, and you could play both of them. If he wins, you're not going to care that – Gregson didn't beat him head to head anyways, he could get himself in trouble, get caught up in a wreck because he's trying too hard, which I wouldn't put past him either. And then you're going to cash yours too. So I I like both of them and I see a reason for both of them, but yeah, I got, I got Gibbs to win at at plus 700. Then the other one I have is Tyler Reddick is racing in this race also, which is kind of going under the radar, but he's paired up head to head with Ryan Truex, which is Martin Truex Jr.'s brother uh and he's only minus 105 which i really don't understand so
0: um (laughs) he he, he's literally scratching his head folks i want you to understand he's literally scratching his head this is amazing i'm
1: trying to figure this out like (laughs) so reddick is in the, the 48 car which is big machine racing or something like that which is not necessarily a big team but they actually they had jade buford in the car the first couple races and he was kind of up in the mix a bunch running pretty well it seemed like he would run into some trouble and and kind of fall off at the end of races and that's probably a lack of talent type of thing they put kaz Gralla in the car for a couple races i think kaz Gralla is overrated people seem to love him for some reason but it's he doesn't sexy. seem to do as well, so whatever. Yeah, it's but a uh sexy name. But so, Ty, so Tyler Reddick's in this car, but it's also being prepared by RCR, which is Richard Childress Racing, which has the two car and – let's see, the three car? Is That I don't know if uh, Sheldon I, Creed is I in or got, no? Yeah. No, no. No, the three was last week with Jeffrey Earnhardt, yeah. which we obviously saw. Or two weeks ago, whatever. I don't know. Anyways, I'm getting off track here. But yeah, (laughs) Tyler Reddick, minus 105 versus Ryan Truex. Ryan Truex, not nearly as talented as his brother is. He's in that Joe Gibbs car, which everyone knows is a pay-to-play car. He's got money. He's got sponsorship. So he bought the ride for the week. He's not really performed that well this year. He ran seventh at Martinsville, which was decent. But he was 31st at Vegas, 12th at Daytona. He's not really run that great. Tyler Reddick. We've seen it. He's a really good race car driver. The only concern would be that it is lesser equipment, but we've seen it earlier this year with Cole Custer. When he was in the 07 car, he won one week. They took the exact same car to the race track next week, and the guy couldn't even make the race in it. So you can tell when these Cup Series organizations have their drivers in the car, they kind of take over. They set these cars up. I think this is basically going to be an RCR car, and I think he's going to be – he's also – or his odds to win was like 12 to 1. So, I don't hate that for a sprinkle again Chase Elliott's in the race, but Reddick can race with Elliott too and it's going to be lesser equipment, so I don't like that as much. Um but yeah, Tyler Reddick over Ryan Truex to me seems like an obvious smash play and especially at -105. There's not even really hardly any juice there. So I, I absolutely love this bet, and I'm going to hammer the shit out of it.
0: I think you should too, everybody. Uh, <clears throat> but I, I'll go back to your uh, your your Gibbs bet too. I mean, that's a good hedge. I mean, it really is. A quarter unit on that, quarter unit on the – or maybe even a half unit on the no-over. That way it just depends. If that quarter unit hits, you're going to make up what you just lost on on Gregson beating him. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, and, and as much as I hate to admit it, but <laughs> – Sometimes if I'm on a full fade of a driver like Denny Hamlin and I have like
0: three or four matchups against him,
1: I will put a partial unit on them to win just as a hedging opportunity. Because if their odds are good enough, if they happen to win, you're obviously going to lose all your head-to-heads, but then them winning can cover that too, so... I never root for him to win, but sometimes I have that safeguard in place in case it happens. (laughs) It's that dirty word hedge right there.
0: Uh, All right, I will move on to my last Xfinity uh, bet of the weekend. I've got A.J. Allmendinger over John Hunter Nemechek. It's like you said, Cody. We're going to go back exactly to what you said. Hunter Nemechek is not necessarily – I don't know why he's so heavily favored in this race to do anything – um, but I will say that this is juiced toward Almendinger actually going uh over which car is he Nemechek uh Nemechek uh, uh, he's in the Sam Hunt one yeah of the
1: Sam Hunt cars okay yeah uh
0: but you know Almendinger obviously a series regular there Hunter John Hunter known more for the trucks and he just hasn't done well in Xfinity uh you know and here's the thing about Almondinger, okay. Last year in the races here in the Xfinity races here, he had a first place and second place start. He started on the pole in the first race uh, in the in the spring, and then second place in. Now, granted, he turned him into thirteen and 20 fin- uh, 20th place finishes, but again, you know he, he knows how to run fast on this track. So I have a feeling that he can he can at least finish above John Hunter Nemechek, who doesn't have the uh, experience. Even in a cup coming, I mean, Almondinger was a, oh, here we go again. He was a NASCAR regular for a while. So obviously he's got more driving experience than John Hunter Nemechek and and can get around this. Now, granted, he's fallen on a, a hard times in this series. He hasn't done as well as I think he wanted it to do this year. Uh, in Although series. he's
1: actually had kind of a steady season, as, especially with the, the college cars have been a little bit down this year, and he seems to be the one that's kind of, standing above them. I actually, I love this one. I, I think John Hunter is kind of overrated in my opinion. I think he sometimes gets in good rides and and it makes him look good, but that doesn't necessarily mean he is good. (sighs) The Sam hunt cars don't necessarily impress me that much either. Uh, so yeah, I'm on board with you on this one. Yay.
0: Man, see, look, I'm learning. I, I mean, I'm I'm still relatively hey, you're even, the one
1: that's hit all the Xfinity winners this uh, year. So this is true. Don't be downplaying yourself. <laughs> we all know you're the Xfinity, the Xfinity guy Whisperer. over
0: here. Whisperer. <laughs> uh, I'll take it. Um, you know, and that and so when you when you look at Xfinity too, and this is I I love I love the fact that you guys, this is why, this is why you guys, this is why we love the Slack channel. This is why we love Twitter. This is why we love interacting with the listeners because we can instantly react when you want more of something. So uh, that's three more bets right there that we ended up giving you uh, for the weekend. And, and that, I gave out more than three, I think. Wow, okay. Cody <laughs> gave, out, out Co- yeah, Co- gave out. Yeah, I KV, Co- <laughs> gave out a lot. Cody gave out his like traditional six thousand bets. So yeah. Uh, yeah, wait till we
1: get to the Cup Series winners. <laughs> Stack that call them again too but
0: you know we whatever. hope you have a long car ride here <laughs> hey, because
1: i only took one last week and i was right you so. <laughs> i'd like to say i maybe know what i'm talking about
0: what is it like quantity you know, quality over quantity is what it was for right. cody last and this week This week it's quantity over quality so hey listen
1: if maybe if- it's a quantity of quality <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> oh, if- that was a
0: tongue twister i don't know how i got that one out i don't know, I don't know if i said it right that's getting clipped out for the headliner <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, let's go over the bets real quick just before we head on to stage three and set up the big boys. Uh, you had uh, Car- Carson Hosevar over Matty D at minus 130. Yes, I said the name right. Uh, I had Stuart Friesen over Matt Crafton at minus 120. You had Ryan Priest as the winner of the truck race at plus 1,000. Uh, I had Noah Gragson over Ty Gibbs in the Xfinity race at minus minus one twenty five. Uh, where you had uh, hum, Ryan, <laughs> you had Tyler Reddick over Ryan Trux at minus 105, plus Gibbs to win because you like to be sneaky that way at plus yep, 700. Yep, got to get those extra bets in there. <laughs> I had AJ. Go Bearcats. <laughs> <laughs> I had Alvin over John Hunter Nemechek at minus 120 in the Xfinity race. Uh, so make sure you get those units set accordingly so you can win some money on Saturday to head in To the big dog and the big race at Darlington uh, as we set up those bets in stage three, but not until we pay a little homage to Athletic Greens because we are brought to you by Athletic Greens and their AG1 supplement. What is it? Well, with one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food-sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. The special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging, all of these things. And it costs less than $3 a day, which means... You're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. AG1 supports better sleep quality and recovery, and Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews. To make it easy for you, Athletic Greens is going to give you free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you got to do is visit athleticgreens.com SGP. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash SGP to take ownership over your health and pick the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode does not actually protect your privacy? Yeah, that little guy with the glasses staring at you, he does nothing for you. Without added security, you may as well be giving your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP, and all kinds of other prying eyes. That is why, my friends, I use IPVanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. That means your private details Passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even the place where you're sitting right now, that physical location, will be hidden. IP Vanish makes you virtually invisible online. It is literally that simple. And you can use IP Vanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing on speed. Your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. So whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IP Vanish. IP Vanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan to our listeners, to you, with a 30-day money-back guarantee if you don't like it. It's like getting nine months for free. IP Vanish is super easy to use. All you got to do, tap one button, and you're instantly protected. You won't even know that it's on, so stop sharing with the world. Everything you stream, everything you search for, everything you buy, take back your privacy today with the brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So go to IPVanish.com SGP. Use that promotional code SGP and claim your 70% savings. That's dot com slash S G P. Goodyear not only makes tires, but it is the proud title sponsor of the Goodyear 400 at the Darlington Speedway.
1: Is is this the most
0: normal race name we've had so far this year? (laughs) Just the Goodyear 400. That's it. If I can say it, in less time than it takes me to click over to, to the next tab, yes.
1: <laughs> yeah, I saw I saw that was coming up, and I'm like, wow, this last week we had the Dry Dean Duramax something something. We had the Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief Johnny Ben Trusty Wallace race. Like, <laughs> geez, <laughs> just the Goodyear 400. I like it. Uh, it rolls off the tongue,
0: does it not? Uh and it's, it's a throwback name for a throwback race. Throwback name for throwback race. <clears throat> it's funny because like I said and I said it before with the the movie um uh basketball where everything has ridiculous sponsors. Uh not NASCAR does not have ridiculous sponsors but boy when you have to say the name of every single thing that goes with that sponsor it's tiring man. It's like an hour long podcasting I mean, of ourselves. They're
1: getting, they're, <laughs> they're getting maximum uh punch for their money i guess so props to them but uh (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: all right so again the big boys are rolling around this track and uh, you know again this is a 1.3 mile track and and the race is set for uh a a decent nice little run that they got going on but i mean we have seen some very i I don't want to say chilled out racing over the last couple of weeks but it has not been necessarily as um absolutely I don't want to say jockeying as the last few, um, so I don't. I wonder, Cody, have these guys kind of chilled out a little bit? I don't know,
1: <laughs> because I mean, there's still been some. I mean, we had the Ross Chastain Martin Truex Jr. thing going on this weekend, which was very nice. I appreciated Truex wrecking himself or whatever the hell happened there at the end, because I had a Kyle Larson over Martin Truex Jr. bet that cashed on that final corner. So it's always nice to to back into those ones when I I lo- I was on the opposite side of that a few weeks ago at Bristol Dirt so I appreciated the uh the payback from Truex there but uh I, yeah I don't know there's been some stuff it's hard to uh I don't know it was some tracks maybe Dover just doesn't quite provide the side-by-side racing Talladega obviously is its own kind of thing Bristol Dirt was kind of different so I don't know and it, it, it I don't know it, I don't have any statistics to back this up at all, but it seems like Monday races are always way, way calmer than Sunday races. I don't know if it's because they've had a night to sleep on it and it's like, okay, we're just going to go get this done. I don't know, but it seems like from just my personal thoughts of reflection that Monday races are always a lot calmer than Sunday races for whatever reason, I could be totally wrong, but that's how I think of it.
0: You know, it's funny because I, I, I say that handicapping, has a lot to do with the, st- the statistics, yes. But it's the eye test, man. People watch sports. They don't read the box scores. They watch what's happening. And and when you see the stuff happen in front of you, you get a lot more information than reading the box scores. So, you know, you just get a feel for certain things. And and that's what I, that's why, you know, you always say, well, yeah. But, I mean, look, being able to discern with your own eyes is more valuable, in my opinion, than, than actually just going back through the box score Going through the loop stats and and seeing, I mean, we do that because that helps, that helps us build the narrative along with what we see as well.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, and like some weeks, I'll have a bunch of notes with all these guys' stats on previous track or previous years and stuff like that. Like I have hardly any this week. A lot of my stuff this week is just based off what we've seen this season, what's been going on lately, how guys are going. Fading Denny Hamlin because I always do. Stuff like that, you know.
0: <laughs> well, let's get right into that then. First bet for you on the exp- on the uh, on the Cup Series race is actually exactly that.
1: Speaking of fading Denny Hamlin,
0: <laughs> uh,
1: Martin Truex Jr. over Denny Hamlin minus 120. Uh, here's my note. I'll read it to you. Uh, full fade. I'm just uh, you know I'm not going to stop. I, I'm going to keep doing it. He, he's got like what did I saw? I mean I can't remember the stat now. I saw his average finish earlier today. I should have wrote that down because it's bad. He's just – and, I mean, half the time it's just been luck. I mean, he was just unlucky as hell this past weekend. Like, the tire thing, he has no control over that, although them trying to get fancy on their pit stops with this new sequencing stuff maybe played into it. But – and then the Cody Ware thing, I mean, wrong place, wrong time, I guess. But, I don't know. He just – I think he's going to, I think we're going to see another win from him here soon because he's been running well. He looked good this past week. again. I think Toyota seems to be back. We saw it. I mean, there was points in that race where Hamlin could have won, where Kyle Busch could have won. Martin Truex was looking really well, good. Uh Even Christopher Bell, he, he had, he had a loose tire as well, which two Gibbs cars in that race kind of crazy. They caught his, so no penalty there. Cause it didn't come off, but, but they realized after about a lap that it was loose and, pulled him back in, but he still recovered and ended up, I think, finishing in the top 10 last week. So Gibbs cars, Toyota seem to be doing a lot better, seem to be back. Again, it, it's the Fords that that seem to be falling off, but Truex has been performing well the past few weeks. Um, he's consistently finishing better than Denny Hamlin, who, again, has just been, maybe he's the same thing with him as with Reddick. He's either going to win or he's going to finish 30th, I guess. So I'm just going to keep fading him, and
0: this week we're going to roll with Martin Truex Jr. to do that. I mean, you, you got to right. You have to stay true to the brand, the the fade Hamlin brand. Uh, but you I bet against them every week. It's paid off many more times than it's not. Yeah, so. including last week, it it really did. So, uh, all right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna piggyback on yours. And it's funny that you you brought all that up about the Toyotas because uh, I am going to agree with you in that the Toyotas are back, and I think this is the track for them to be back on. And I think that they're going to be the winning manufacturer in any shape or form. And here's the thing. You can parlay this with, well, not even parlay, but if you want to hedge this bet versus my winner bet later on, I I encourage you to do so because if if you double up on this, you'll be awesome. And even if you hit the manufacturer win, which I still think is a huge possibility, you won't mind that you threw a quarter unit on my winner. But let me make the case for Toyota winning. Seven of the last 10 races on this track have been won by a Toyota. They are Carl Edwards, Martin Truex, Denny Hamlin, Eric Jones, Denny (laughs) Hamlin again, Martin Truex Jr., and stop me if you heard this one, Denny Hamlin again. So Toyota has won that many, and if you go back, even a couple more, Matt Kenseth won in a Toyota back in 2013. Hall of Famer Matt Kenseth as of today. Oh, that's right. Congratulations, Matt Kenseth.
1: Congratulations, Matt Kenseth and the other guys who
0: got in. Amazing (laughs) stuff. Uh, But yeah, I mean, you're right. Toyota's peaking at the right time. I feel like they're they're starting to make their climb back in there. And they're on tracks that they're doing well at. So, I mean, this is, we we talked about the first, the chaotic first third of the season, right? Where just everybody was trying to get their feet underneath them. Everybody was trying to figure out what the hell they had in this new car. Now, we're starting to see it. Now teams are starting to get it. Now the tracks start to get a lot less chaotic. It starts to get more down to where, all right, this is Darlington. We know Darlington. There's no crazy twists. We've figured out what this car is going to do on mile-and-a-half tracks, mile tracks, dirt tracks, uh underwater tracks, uh, up-in-the-sky tracks. We, we know it's going to happen. We know how to set this car up. And now you're starting to see a little more of the regularity in these teams and, and where they feel comfortable. So... And Toyota right right now, they've got that momentum building, and I think they're on a track now where they've seen some success, and that's going to continue again.
1: So my argument against this would be I picked three different winners and none of them are Toyota. I mean, But <laughs> uh, I'm Team Chevy this week, clearly, apparently. Uh, but I, I don't hate it. I mean, like you said, they've done it a bunch here. This is going to be another type of track where it's going to be a little more veteran heavy. Guys that – and we kind of saw that last week. It was a lot more of the veteran guys kind of running up front. I think we're going to see Kyle Busch do well. I think we're going to see Martin Truex Jr. do well. Maybe Denny Hamlin gets lucky this week. Who knows? But, uh, I, you know, plus 200, I don't hate it. I I don't have a Toyota pick to win, but with the guys that it gets covered in your bet to win, even a guy like Kurt Busch could pull out a win here. He's done it before. So –
0: well we talked about last week too the making these these bets that incorporate more than one driver it's always it, it's always I mean the under 12 and a half yeah. one and it paid off
1: last week cuz you know you hit it
0: yeah so you you have a very wide breadth of of drivers to cover you should one hit then you win i mean it's not like you're betting on just one driver to win which we always encourage you to do on this show but we also tell you that it's so much better to play a lot more of these smaller uh uh head to heads and prop bets because they're the bread and butter. The winners hit your gravy. You're eating steak yep. tonight, but you know at the very least you can have, you can have more than the dollar menu of Taco Bell if you hit some of these uh, uh, head to heads.
1: Yeah, your goal should be to hit the head to heads, hit these smaller bets, and build your your bankroll and your winnings off of that. And then when you hit the winners, that's when it gets nice and juicy and puts that extra on top. But you shouldn't expect to hit them because. It's so hard to predict winners, especially winners that aren't the favorites. Like, we're not just going to come on here and pick Kyle Larson every week because he's the favorite. Because what would be the point? You could look it up and see, okay, he's the favorite. I'm going to bet him. Like, I mean. You don't need us to tell you that. And so, as we've seen so far this year, there's not, we talked about that last week, there's not been value in that. Yeah, he had a good car, but he spun himself out. He hit the wall. He recovered and looked decent. But, again, the value wasn't there in, in him being
0: such a heavy favorite. So, Indeed. Indeed. But the value has been there week after week for your next bet. And I love Dude, this. I'm, He's, I'm gonna drink from this well until it dries up at this point. But it and it tastes like watermelon. But it, it's, <laughs> it's, it's a watermelon flavored it's a well. Watermelon flavored well. I and I he, he is slowly turned I don't have a favorite driver right now, but this but guy is a making a case for now. it. Yeah.
1: I'm going to go. I'm going to buy you a number one shirt here at the end of the day. I'll yes. wear it. <laughs> but uh, Ross Chastain over Joey Logano, minus 110. I don't know what racing these guys have been watching lately, but Chastain has been way better than Logano has for a while. Logano hasn't won since Bristol Dirt of last year. I know there was all the talk with Chase Elliott. He hadn't won, especially on an oval since he won the championship in Phoenix in 2020. Joey Logano kind of starting to get that same type of talk, and Penske's looked like they've really fallen off. Cindric's uh, uh, not really pulling his weight as the rookie. He did win the 500, yes. But otherwise, we haven't seen Penske in victory lane. Joey Logano hasn't won, other than the clash before the season that was an exhibition race. Ryan Blaney was looking strong. We we're talking about him every week. Ryan Blaney corner is retired <laughs> until further
0: notice. Oh, wait, hold on, hold on. Because I'm not like... Liking- <laughs> We're going to pour one out. We're going to pour one out for the Ryan Blaney corner. I got to do this. I got to do this. Hold on. Uh, Get there. Here we go. Ryan Blaney corner has been retired for the time being. Okay. Yeah. Back to sorry.
1: Until further notice uh, out on Ryan Blaney corner. I just, I'm not seeing it from the Fords. I'm not seeing it from Penske specifically, not seeing it from Joey. You're not seeing it from Ryan. So I'm going to keep riding this Chastain train until the watermelons run out because he could have easily had his third win of the season already this past weekend. He was that close. I wouldn't be surprised to see him battling for it again this week. He's been up top consistently every week, week in, week out. I don't see that changing this week. Joey's not had it. He had just had a horrible week. I mean, Denny Hamlin had a bad luck, and I still couldn't win the (laughs) head-to-head with Joey Logano because his luck was even worse last week. And it's just it's been that way for a while now. And I'm going to start fading that. Like I said, I'm out on the Fords right now. Chevy, Toyota seems to be where it's at at this point in the season. And again, that could change in a few weeks. It's shifted once where we really were out on the Toyotas. Now they've brought themselves back into the conversation. Now it's the Fords that have moved out. And I think you're, especially as these manufacturers learn this new car, you're going to keep seeing that. We're thinking, maybe not with Chevy because they're so fucking good. but <laughs> But you never know. At some point, it could be the Toyotas and the Fords, and we're out on the Chevys, so. But, yeah, Chastain over Joey Logano. From everything I've seen this week, this is my favorite bet so far. I absolutely love this one. And, uh, yeah.
0: It, I it, At this point, it's just Chastain over, right? I mean, yeah. it, there's no <laughs> – there's no... You can almost take him over
1: anybody <laughs> yeah. at this point. He's, yeah,
0: it's just that He's been performing so well and, yeah. I mean, because it's – he just does what he needs to do. And, and he puts himself up front. Like you said, he very easily could have won – this last race and, and we could have been, and again, this is
1: another one where, had I told you before the season started, I was going to bet Ross Chastain over Joey Logano. You would have been like, you watch NASCAR. What (laughs) what are you talking about? You know? So I don't know if it's a name value thing again, where they're like, oh, we can put these guys together. Joey Logano, you know, and we could trick these people into it or what? I don't know. But until, until further notice all aboard the watermelon train, and yeah, just just keep hitting Ross Chastain until until it stops hitting.
0: The books are in cahoots, trying to get everybody's money. That that's how it always that's, is, right? That's what they do. That's why you got to outsmart them. The, the house is always <laughs> or winning. Try to. Well, okay, look. I mean, one thing I guess in their in their defense, I suppose, is that uh, he has had what four, three top ten finishes in the last four races. Joey Logano, that's to his credit, but. Eh. I mean, if that's if that's what they're reaching for, then then please beat them at their own game, right? Right, exactly. So, all right, in keeping with the fine tradition of Toyotas doing well, I am going to take a controversial pick and take Martin Truex Jr. over Kyle Larson at plus 125. I see Cody is baring his teeth over here. Can't wait to jump into this one. Look, we talked about Toyotas. We talked about how well they did. Martin Truex has won at this track over the last uh, few, few races. And... Kyle Larson, yes. He has started to find his sea legs. Should we fear Kyle Larson going forward? Maybe. Maybe we've seen him turn the corner. Fourth place in Bristol. Fourth place in Talladega. Sixth place in Dover. But we saw him slip up last week too, which could very easily happen here as well and have Martin Truex uh, just skating past him for a better finish. We're not asking him to win. We're not asking him to finish top 10 we're just asking to finish over Kyle Larson, which he's done over the last few races. And, and for me, I'm going to go ahead and take a chance that he can get it done again. I know it's been difficult for Truex. I do. This season has been a very up and down year for him. But just like Cody said earlier, we're starting to see these veterans figure things out. We're starting to see them get right. And it only takes one track where you've been good at before to turn it all around. And this could very well be that track for Martin Truex Jr. And, you know, like I said, we're not asking him to win. We're not even asking him for a top five. Just finish over Kyle Larson. That's all we want him to do. Plus 175. Uh, I will take that from a Toyota. I'm sorry, plus 125. (laughs) 125,
1: yeah. So the only argument I have for this is it's plus odds. And we've seen Larson's missed a few times. He's... He slipped up, yes, but, man, I, <laughs> I think Kyle Larson's winning this weekend. I'm not going to bet him because the odds aren't worth it. I think he's plus 500. He's 5-1. Five to one. He's been so good on this track for so long, even in the Chip Ganassi cars. He's finished second here like three or four different times. He's always been good. This is his type of track. This is going to be the perfect place for him to be like, okay, look, now here's my second win. I'm I'm just with these other guys. I, I'm expecting a lot from him this weekend. Again, I'm not going to bet him to win, but mm, man, I don't know. He's so good here, but we've seen it. He's, you know, he was a favorite last week. He got into trouble. He spun himself out. I mean, on that wreck he had, it didn't appear there was a flat tire. It didn't appear, uh, it just appeared like he pushed the car too far. So I think he's still learning this car like everyone is but maybe struggling with it a little more than we thought he would have I think that last year really just skewed everything with him because it was such an outlier season even with even we saw Kevin Harvick win nine races two years before that or whatever it was but even that wasn't as dominant of a season as Larson had last year and I think that really just raised expectations for him I don't know that you're even gonna maybe even ever see that from him again that might be that one magical season. I think he's going to be really good. He's always going to be around, but I feel like he's going to be really hard to beat this week. I'm not going to bet against him in a head-to-head, but again, you're getting plus odds. So if something goes wrong, or if Truex shows up, ends up winning, I mean, we I made the case for him to beat Denny Hamlin. You made the case with Toyota. I could see it happening, but oof, I don't know. <laughs> I can't. I can't pull the trigger on it.
0: If, if you've learned nothing over the course of the last 14 weeks, that if there is a disagreement, side with Cody. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, don't say that because just then kidding, just kidding. Larson <laughs> will wreck on lap one and you'll be like, oh, <laughs> the Then then but, I'll Then I'll just go ahead and gloat for the rest of the time. Yeah, exactly. I'll never let no, it go. I mean, I can see a path forward and a plus odds. Again, there's value there. And if you bet enough plus odds matchups, you're going to hit enough of them that it's going to work. I just, I'm finding it hard, man. I'm, I really like Larson this, even though I have three different winners picked <laughs> that are not
0: Larson. Uh, <laughs> I feel like he's going to be good this week, but I don't it's know to be seen. So, yeah, we'll see. and we'll learn a lot too, during practice and during qualifying as well, as far as which cars to watch. So, uh, although, man, I don't know,
1: as qualifying especially hasn't really seemed to pan out as far as, it
0: doesn't seem like the guys who are on the front row are ever winning these races. So really. let let me ask you then. We'll take a quick aside just to talk about as far as qualifying because before it used to be right. You throw down la- fast laps and then you and then that's where you're at. I mean, a lot of times the front row m- decided who was going to win, or right. at least maybe the front two rows. Oh, and I think the
1: reasoning for that maybe being different this year is we used to practice a lot. They used to practice on Friday like twice practice on saturday twice then they would have two laps they'd have a warm-up lap then two laps to qualify now it's like 30 minutes of practice you can tweak a little bit but pretty much what you're rolling off the truck with is what you have and i think that's what's made a big difference and then it's one lap on qualifying you have to go lay down a good lap and then if if you make it in the top 10 you got to go lay down another good lap Mm -hmm. after you come in and get out of your car and then you get back in and so i think that's what's really made the difference as far as Why it's not been like we saw it in the past? Because in the past, you can work on your car, work on your car, work on your car, get it to your liking, work on your car, work on your car. Then you're going out there and qualifying. So at that point, you've adjusted your car to get it where you want to be. Now there's a lot more in-race adjusting because they're more stuck, even though there's that small practice session where you can tweak a little, but if you change something, you don't really. go out and run a few laps, you change something, you go out and run a few laps, well, then that's it. You either change it again and you don't know what you have or you're stuck with what you did change. So I think there's a lot more in-race adjusting, and that's why we're maybe seeing not as not quite the performance of a lot of times the guy who qualified on the pole jump out, lead half the race, lead three-quarters of the race, and we're not seeing it this year, and I think it's for those reasons, at least from what I can tell.
0: And you get a Chris Buescher where <laughs> yeah, he starts exactly. on the pole <laughs> and then all of a sudden just falls right the hell off. It's, it's crazy. Um, yeah. All right, well, so which do you like better, I, I guess, is what really the question I wanted to ask you well i kind of like this kind better because it's seeming to keep it more exciting
1: the race there's better racing there's more stuff going on you're seeing guys struggle with their cars and it's bouncy it's loose it's tight they got to make adjustments in race it's making everybody work a little harder for it so i'm a fan of it of it this this new way even though it was nice before because you could watch practice and you could watch qualifying and you'd be like oh that guy's gonna be good and sometimes that made things easier but from a fan side of it for sure I definitely like this side of it better because it's seeming to keep the pack more tightened and again we just haven't really seen these guys run away with these races like we have in the past even this past weekend even last week I mean yeah. yeah guys would get out to a lead but before it seems like those guys would just run away and they'd have a 13 second lead all of a sudden and half the field was lapped and they're laughing guys and stuff but now guys are staying close and it's like you know guys are catching them at the end and well, even lap
0: cars on new tires were starting to to, to get into the the yeah. lead you know i mean not the lead but cut into the lead and where they were they were managing to be able to to be more of a factor it, it was interesting and and to your point yeah. too like these guys we, we talked about how uh especially at dover there was hundreds of laps led sometimes and and it just the race itself didn't seem all that exciting but it wasn't like that this week and we uh, we saw a lot more variance so I agree. Yeah.
1: and I mean, this past weekend, you saw it. Denny Hamlin was leading. It looked like maybe he was going to win. Alex Bowman was up there. You're like, oh, maybe he's going to win again. They were Al Bush for a while. Kyle Larson was looking good. Chase Elliott was looking good. Truex was looking good. Chastain was looking good. I mean, that's seven, eight different guys you could have said at any point during the race, he might be the guy to beat. He's going to win today. Whereas before, it was really that one guy or then maybe one other guy that was chasing him. And, and it's, I, I man, I... NASCAR has just been so spot on with the changes they've made to the car. Everything combined together, cutting down practice. I I hope they keep it this way for that reason, because I think the racing is better when you don't give. Because again, if you give a team like Hendrick, now granted they've already got the best cars. They're already ahead of everybody. But yeah, they've got more people working on the cars. They've got four different cars. So they can roll in there with four different setups. And if one of them's hit, you adjust the other cars to that. But the more time you give them to work, that's even more time where they can get better. And and I think this helps keep those smaller teams a little bit more in it. I mean, again, even this last weekend, Corey LaJoy was running like 17th with 10 laps to go. I think he fell out of the top 20 at the end. But, again, these smaller teams, guys, we've seen them running better. Chris Busher, that team's
0: not done that well. He qualified on the pole. He still finished, what, 8th, ninth,
1: 10th, somewhere in there. So that's a good day for guys like that.
0: There's some brilliant minds in NASCAR. You give them enough chance to fix a car, they're going to fix that car, and they're going to make it exactly.
1: fast. Exactly, yeah. So. so, I. yeah. Again, we went off track there a little, but uh, eh. I like it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we, we just took the road course. We took the scenic route, that's all. That's right. <laughs> uh, all right, let's set up. Uh, all right, guys, go ahead and unfold that chair. Grab yourself some Mai Tais. Uh, <laughs> we are getting into Cody's winners for the weekend. All right,
1: well, you know, I went back to one winner last week, and it worked out because I was feeling good, all right? This week, i want to spread the love a little bit. So I'm going to start with Chase Elliott again, plus 800 from our friends over at WinBet. He seems to be a very streaky race driver. It seems like once he gets going, he rattles them off. So he's been real up and down at this racetrack. He's had some good finishes. He's had some bad finishes. If you remember, I think it was the first race back or maybe the second race back from COVID, he was leading the race. He was dominating. Kyle Busch has dumped him. That's the race where we got the iconic Elliot standing on the track, flipping, flipping uh, Kyle Busch off picture. He's been good there, even though the results don't always show it. Hendrick is hot. I mean, they've won. So all four cars have won. Where were we? 11 races in now, I think. And all four cars have won, which I believe is the first time that's ever happened. They won all four, one in 14 races last year. So they improved a little bit on that, but, uh, Hendrick's good. Chevy's good. Elliott's been good. He seems to be a very streaky driver once he gets going. I'm just going to lean into it again. His odds didn't really adjust much. We got him at nine to one last week to win. He's eight to one this week. So you're dropping off a hundred on there. But uh yeah. Eight plus eight hundred uh win bet. Uh, I'm gonna start with Chase Elliott. I had to add this guy. So I've been I've been liking to do one favorite and then one long shot, but I can't leave him off here. You got Ross Chastain at plus 1400 to win this race. What have you been watching? Are you not paying attention to these races? He's in it every week. Plus 1400. Are you kidding me? I couldn't leave him off the card. I got to throw some on the watermelon man. If he wins this, I'm going to have a watermelon on the show next week. Nobody else will see it, but Rod. No, no, it will be here. If you do it, I'll record it.
0: We'll put it up. (laughs) There will be a
1: clip on Twitter of me (laughs) digging into the watermelon. I'm not going to smash it because I have carpet on my floor, but, uh, (laughs) but Dude, plus 1,400, what? I don't understand. Again, you look at his track history, and I don't know why you would, because it doesn't matter what he's done in the past. And he's actually had some decent runs in some really crappy cars at this track. But his track history doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what he's done here in the past. He's been running good this year. He's got a sharp-looking Coca-Cola car flashing back to the Dale Earnhardt DEI days. I can't pass it up at 14-1. to All right, last one. Here's my here's my long shot winner. Eric Jones has been really, really good on this track. No matter what car he's been in, and he's been running good in these petty GMS cars the last few weeks, too. Probably should have won a Talladega. He ran really well at Bristol Dirt. He's been in the mix. He's 50 to one. I don't understand. Again, what are you watching? Why is he 50 to 1? I can't pass up on a value like that. So he just he seems to have a knack for this type of track. He's won here in Joe Gibbs equipment, I believe. I don't have that written down, but uh, and he's done. He did well here last year in the Petty GMS car. So, or well, it was Petty at the time. But again, that team has looked very good this year. He's run well. We saw him at Auto Club. I think he got the pole there and ran really well. Uh, yeah, I, I've been impressed with him so far this season. This just seems to be his track, and at fifty to one, I can't pass it up. So Eric Jones, fifty to one. And that will wrap up my long betting card. Now we can go over to Rod. Don't listen to what he has to say. Cause, you know I'm not in with him on this one.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, this is where already, like, Cody's gone. You don't know, but Cody's already <laughs> All right, logged have a good off. good night, folks. See you later. Uh, no, I, I actually, I like your Eric Jones. I really do. I, I feel like he's been one of those guys where I, I just I, I feel bad for him because it just seems like he – He's there, and then he's not. Like he, he's he's where you want to be, and then all of a sudden he drops off. And in Darlington, you know, like you said, he's been really good. Like up until the last last year was not good to Eric Jones in Darlington. He had a thirty two place finish and an eighteenth place finish. But for that, every one of his starts was a, uh, at least a top ten, and even a top five at that point. So uh, twenty twenty was a fourth place uh, in the fall, fifth place in the spring, eighth place in that other race in twenty twenty. Uh, he won in 2019, so yeah, I, I like your Eric Jones. That's a great, great long shot pick.
1: And if you look at it, he's 15th in the the playoff standings right now. He would be in the playoffs in that Petty car if the playoffs started today. Now you've got to expect some of these guys that don't have wins are going to get them because uh, you've got like Martin Truex hasn't won or has he? No, he hasn't won this not year. Not I don't yet, think. No. Joey Logano, if he's gonna get a win, a guy like Christopher Bell, if Kevin Harvick gets a win. Tyler Reddick, you gotta think gets a win. I mean, there's plenty of guys. We still have a couple or at least one more super speedway race left in the regular season. I think two actually. Plus the Atlanta race. So you want to throw all that in there. But there could be some more winners. He's on the cuff of the playoffs. And if he can sneak a win in here, then that's gonna basically lock him in. So I think you're gonna see a really good effort from those guys. And again at fifty to one even if he doesn't show up and finishes last, you got good value on it. So I'm I'm not going to pass him up at 50 to one.
0: Cody's just stalling. He doesn't want to get, he doesn't want me to get to my pick. Uh, You can get to your
1: pick. I didn't agree with you last week. I won't again this week. It's fine. You'll learn one of these days I know. or be wrong. Who knows? That's the thing. You can't fade rod because, you don't bet him this week, you're gonna miss out, and then we'll be celebrating. He'll be he'll be celebrating next week. I don't know if I can celebrate Danny Hamlin winning, but uh. I'll be taking the victory lap. Okay, let's get to your pick now. I'll be Sorry. taking no,
0: no. I'm just saying I'll be taking the victory lap, my friend. I'll be drinking the milk. Wait, that's the Indy 500. Anyways, uh, the, <laughs>
1: yeah, that's coming up soon.
0: <laughs> the full fade of Denny Hamlin stops today, and Cody turns off his camera. I love it. <laughs>
1: Uh, That was great timing. I did not do that. I think that was my internet, but literally, as he said, the full fade stops, my camera turned off. So that was great.
0: That's so beautiful. (laughs) You
1: can't make this stuff up, man.
0: Okay. Look, we made the case for Toyota earlier. All right. And that is mainly because of the efforts of Denny Hamlin over the last few seasons. All right. This guy has got three wins at this track since 2017. All right, he won in 2017 in the fall. He won again in the fall of 2020, and then he won again in the fall. Now, granted, he won all the fall races. You know, he hasn't really won the spring races, but he's won on this track three of the last, uh, what, five, six times that they've run this, all right? His average finishing position in all of his 19 starts here in Darlington is seventh. His average start, 8.4. Denny Hamlin loves this track. All right, he's got 15 top tens, 11 top fives, and four total wins, including the three that I just talked about. Last week, were it not for the fact that he decided he didn't need three or he didn't need four tires to actually race on the track, he looked good. And and for whatever reason, and you heard it on the broadcast time and time again, Denny Hamlin says this is the best car in a long time. Denny Hamlin's loving what's going on. They may have figured something out. And all it takes folks is for a driver to start feeling good. The tire that was just some absolutely shitty luck. That was that was luck that just you just don't you can't predict. The fact that his car was as good as it was gives you some hope that on a track like Darlington that he's seen as much success as he's seen over the last few years. This could be Denny Hamlin's opportunity to at least get his only win of the 2022 season. Then we can go back on the full fade train. But on this track, Cody, I cannot in good conscience, almost like you couldn't in good conscience completely write off Kevin Harvick. I can't in good conscience completely write off Denny Hamlin because as much as we say, don't look at the past, always look at the future. I I think last week was enough for me to build on on a guy like Denny Hamlin, who's a veteran driver in a Toyota that we are already predicting to do well, that can get to the front and stay there. Have I you didn't seen you know I didn't quick, sway you, quick, but
1: No, you're not gonna sway me. I'm not I'm not gonna pick Hamlin. But uh uh just quick side note, but on the Denny Hamlin thing. Have you seen the whole deal with who they suspended from his team for the tire? Tire and all that. No, did you? So yeah, so they've <laughs> So they're running the unconventional thing where they run the wrong guy around the wrong side of the car or whatever. I don't know. Oh, yeah. The 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 rear tire changer was actually changing the front tire and didn't get the lug nut on. But they, so they suspended the guy who's listed as the front tire changer, even though he didn't change the tire. (laughs) So I'm trying to figure out, I'm trying to figure out the point of suspending these guys would be to punish them for making the mistake. Right. (laughs) But you suspended not the guy who made the mistake. And then you also suspend the Jack man and the crew chief, which I don't get. So, and now I don't know because so far this season, nobody has appealed any of these. They just accept the penalty and they take it. Joe Gibbs is appealing because they're going to claim that it was an equipment malfunction because the lug nut fell out of the gun before he even put the, put it on the tire so when he went to put it on he zapped it and thought it went in there but there was no lug nut to go on the tire that's why the tire fell off we'll see if they win that or not so i don't know when that appeal will be heard which means that he might have his crew chief and his crew members this week but if he does not you don't have your crew chief to set up a car on a short practice window and all that stuff to make changes and his crew chief is a pretty good crew chief i'll give him that Uh, you're not going to have your front, your whatever tire changer they suspended. (laughs) I don't Again, you're not going to have your Jack man. So I don't know. And pit stops are going to be important this week. We could easily see this race won or lost on pit road. So that's just another, but he might, if they're appealing them and they're not going to hear the appeal until like the week after, which is very possible, then they would still be allowed to participate in this race and, and not be suspended until the appeal was denied. If it was, so we'll have to see later in the week how that goes. But I don't know. Again, we saw it last week. He can win. He's still a good driver. I'm not going to take that away from him. He's not over the hill or anything like I think Kevin Arvik is. I, I will give him that. But I've enjoyed fading him and seeing him have horrible luck this year. I hope it keeps up. But maybe Rod's right this week, and I will celebrate for him next week if
0: that's the case. <laughs> I'll smash uh, a FedEx box. Let's put it that way. Okay. Let's do that. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. Let's, let's uh, go over the, the bets here for the uh, cup race as we start to wrap things up. Cody has got, uh, let's see, Truex over young Dennis Hamlin uh, at minus 120. And, yes, the full fate of Hamlin is in effect for Cody, which is fine because here's the thing. Even if that happens – right and toyota still wins which i'm projecting at plus 200 uh you still get it because uh truex will finish a- in first hopefully and-, and maybe denny finishes second who knows uh but toyota will end, still like win. we talked about with the xfinity thing
1: you can still bet a guy to win and bet against him in a head-to-head so yep.
0: if just, you want to play both sides it's a good hedge again, you can do yes good hedge uh, all right, you have also got Ross Chastain over Joey Logano at minus one ten. I have got Martin Truex over Kyle Larson, uh, which has bared Cody's teeth again at plus one twenty five. <laughs> Cody has everybody but uh, Daniel Suarez to win. No, I'm just kidding. He's got <laughs> Chase Elliott to win at plus eight hundred. Which, by the way, Daniel Suarez at some point this guy's gonna break his uh?
1: luck, dude. Talk about bad luck. Yeah yeah that guy has just had it this year
0: i want i want suarez to cross that finish line first but anyways chase... I, I will be one of the happiest people around if he wins right even if i'm not on him i would love to see that guy in victory lane me too uh cody's got chase elliot to win at plus 800 from our folks at win uh ross chastain at plus 1400 eric jones a 50 to 1 long shot but still worth sprinkling some on and then i have got hamlin to win Plus eight fifty. Our buddies at Win are offering the best odds on that right now. Uh, apparently, they they are on Cody's full fade train. Yeah,
1: apparently they're fading him too. <laughs> we'll just give you longer odds and take your money,
0: <laughs> which is fine. Give me all of it because I'll watch. I'll watch Denny Hamlin in that eleven car run well, uh, and, and I'll cheer for him. Uh, it'll hurt. I'm not gonna lie to you. It'll hurt, but I'll, I'll still cheer. Like I guess I can't. I can't. He's just been so damn good at this track. I can't do it. So. That's all right, Cody. We're still friends. That's right, exactly. <laughs> uh, listen, before we get going, I just—I literally—I want to thank all of you guys. This show, I, I feel like I'm doing it every week, but it's just—it really, honestly, is from the heart. It continues to grow. The engagement that that Cody and I have gotten, not just on Slack, but on Twitter, and and from just various places around the NASCAR betting community, uh, you guys make this such a fantastic community. I've been a part of fantasy football i've been a part of of so many different communities in my time but this nascar world that we live in right now it it just i feel like it's the best one that i've ever been in so i I honestly from the bottom of my heart want to thank you for listening i want to thank you for interacting and i want to thank you for actually being a part of this show we're new to this community but i already feel like we have the support of every single person in here that uh, that's been paying attention to us and hopefully winning a little money along the way
1: Absolutely. Yeah. I second everything that Rod just said. We've gotten so much feedback from all over the place. Uh, people telling us how much they love stuff and, and giving us suggestions. And like you can see, we'll take some of those suggestions to heart and, and we, we're we here for you listening. So uh, we, we want to make things how you want them and if you want more bets, I can always make that happen. So <laughs>
0: telling you, we'll give you a whole damn menu if you want. That's, that's what we're that's here right. for. This is the NASCAR gambling podcast. So exactly. Uh, and not- follow
1: us both for more stuff later on in the week. Yeah. We both drop betting articles after we get a little more information from the week and stuff too. So, but yeah, you can find me uh, on Twitter at Husker underscore zeeb And then uh, the, the podcast has its own page at gambling NASCAR. So follow us over there too. And, uh, yeah, i got F1s back this week. They're in the United States in Miami. So, uh, got got an article coming out probably tomorrow on that. And, uh, yeah, lots of fun stuff. Absolutely. Yep. Check out my
0: stuff on Sports Betting Review for NASCAR, setting up the race. And then, of course, our experts pick that hit later in the week with for more props and more, uh, you know, just favorite betting and all that other good stuff. So, follow me on Twitter, at RJ Gomez, And, of course, uh, you can just – you know, find us all over the place. We, we love to interact with you. Join the Slack channel, please. Uh, it's it's always a great time, especially on Mondays when there's racing. <laughs>
1: yeah, man, that, that was hopping for... I was having a hard time keeping up with working <laughs>
0: and the race and the Slack channel. Everything was popping off. <laughs> I'm telling you, it was great. Good fun to be had. So, uh, again, we just want to keep you profitable, guys. We want to keep you profitable and listening and having a good time. Uh, even on weeks where you don't really win anything, uh, but hopefully you've had a great time learning and, and having fun becoming NASCAR fans if you haven't been already. And if you're a diehard NASCAR fan, hopefully we're not screwing it up for you too much. But uh, <laughs> we just, like I said, appreciative of everything. So until next time, everybody, for Cody, for me, Rod Gomez, uh, thanks for listening. Let it ride. And let's go racing. And did I say that already? I, I messed up the beat. I messed up the air. Anyways, who cares? Let's go let's racing. Let's throwback weekend. Let's cash some bets. Throwback weekend. Let's cash some bets and let it ride.